0: Hey everybody, Michael Martin. Thanks for being here today. So, you know, invariably I get emails and pings and this and that from folks who have different positions and um, it throws a lot of things into sharp relief. You know, for example, I'll get an email on, you know, what do you think of GameStop? And it's, I don't know how to give somebody a data point that they can actually use to, to manifest in their own trading model. You know what I mean? Because I would never... Now I'll say this in English. I would never buy something because Ed Sakota or Michael Marcus, you know, did it. It has to be your own, right? You have to do your own cooking here. You have to eat your own cooking. You have to go out and get the go out and get the ingredients. You gotta figure out what proportions to put together. You gotta figure out what type of heat you wanna apply, if any, right? And then you've got to be able to come up with the combination that tastes good, right? Tastes are obviously up to the individual user, but that's the beautiful part of it. So portfolio management is no different. You need diversification, for sure. You need momentum, second, yes. But ultimately, if you're going to buy and sell stuff because of what some other person is going to do, or worse, you're going to hold on to something because what another person would do, I think you're going to get the worst of it in terms of how David Sklansky would would say it. You're not putting the expected values in your favor. Two, I don't usually have enough context to know the information to help somebody. So, if you're in GameStop at 200 and it's trading wherever it is now, 50, 60, you know, I think you've kind of missed the boat on when to get out. To be frank, Um, which again is is why you really have to do your own cooking. doesn't matter what any person per se is going to do, because if you look hard enough on the internet and you, in your mind, are bullish on friggin' Dogecoin, for example, you will find, and if you do enough internet searches, I promise you, you will find people who are making market calls of that thing going to $1,000 which is what you're looking for. You're looking to satisfy an emotional need that supports your thesis so that it makes you feel better when you're sitting in something, especially if it's down from where you got in, right? That's not what pros do. Pros are a lot more promiscuous and they are also at a spot where they know how much of their capital they're willing to risk on any one particular idea because the, the goal is not necessarily become emotionally invested in being correct. It's being able to come back and play tomorrow with a clear head. So most pros that I know, they might do hours and hours and hours of work, back testing, research, chart stuff, whatever it might be. But the minute that the thing starts losing the money, they're gone. And that's it. And they're placated. They take the losers off the screens, you see? And so you should think about putting yourself in that same type of spot. This also throws into sharp relief something that I think about too, and that is, If a person out there doesn't know the reason of why they're getting into something, I guarantee you 100% of the time, they do not have an exit strategy. What's even worse is that they probably don't have a clue on what I think is the most important aspect of making money, which is position sizing. Now, there's a lot of ways to come up with that number, I admit, and this is not a definitive and all-inclusive lecture on that. But my my thoughts are you can pick... (laughs) two of the white look at tesla say your entry is at 900 your stop is at 800 if it breaks support figure out the amount of position that you can afford to have at that point knowing that 100 dollars a share is you know has to equate to say whatever half a percent of your overall portfolio so you can kind of reverse engineer it then just do your best because it's, you can't predict it. You could have bad luck and bad timing, even though it might be a good name, even though it could go to 1600 for all I know next month for the way things the way things are trading these days. So for you pros out there who are running, you know, nine to ten figures who listen, you know, I don't think the rules are different because you have, you know, you could lose a lot of money and still not have any bit of a change in your quality of life. Right? Cash has time value. That's one of the things that you see the amateur market is is totally blind to, is that they don't understand that cash has time value. Right. So the next question is if someone comes in and they're carrying a lot of they have 25K in student loans and credit card debts collectively, which are bad debts, right? Because you can't really get any good tax treatment on them. So you have all the worst consumer debt, student loans and credit card debt, but you've got 8000 bucks in your Robinhood account. My advice is close the Robinhood account and pay off your debt. Because for a very high percentage of those people, 90 plus percent, you're going to lose the 8k if you're trying to go all in on GameStop or all in on anything for that matter. And then you're going to be stuck with 25k in debt and no equity so people don't understand finance and i know there's probably five people who could take that 8000 and trade it up to like 150k i understand that but the odds are in the favor of being prudent in this point and if person comes into the marketplace not knowing the rules and not knowing that The broker-dealer and or FCM can increase margins. They can also come up with their own customized restricted list that precludes you from trading the darlings that you want to get into or the ones that you're in and you have to offset them now. Those are the rules of the game. And it's not about fair. It's fair because the rules are the same for everybody. And the goal for these places, the regulators, the FCMs, and the broker-dealers is to maintain a marketplace of integrity. And even if someone says, I have 8 k and $25,000 worth of debt, or they have one hundred and fifty million in assets, but they're having fifty millions in in debt from real mortgages and otherwise business loans. Finance is finance. Cash has time value. That's the number one thing that people have to understand. What's worse is with some of these loans, they might have been issued, you know, at ten percent carry. So at least look into maybe refinancing them. Right? I mean, so you you have to think. You know, Again, cash has time value. I think maybe it goes without saying. So. I know folks can kind of trade their accounts up, and maybe they can get lucky, but my whole thing with this subreddit thing, Wall Street bets or whatever, and GameStop is the worst thing that could happen is someone took their 8K, put it all in, and they made money on the trade. And if you understand why, then you probably think like a pro. If you'd like a free copy of my book, The Inner Voice Trading, the audiobook, anyway, you can go to Martin Chronicle and get it. It's free. It's on me. I want to wish you a good rest of your day, and I'll see you tomorrow.